Pastor Nathan, man, it's so good to have you join us for a CP conversation. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about worship because that's the area of ministry that you lead. Awesome. Um, and uh, it's just a shame you're not any good at piano. I'm just it's really still working, man. Yeah. Still working. Just I'll be give patient. some lessons later. Uh, I don't think I know how to play the piano. Uh, I know that knuckle thing, you know. Oh yeah, I used to put um, quarters on my knuckle on my hands when I was playing. You had to like do that to make sure that you have good technique. Really? And you get to keep the quarters if they don't fall off. Isn't that sweet? Oh, all right. Anyway, now I'm gonna go find your piano and practice a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, man, thanks for joining us. I want to know a little bit um, about you, Nathan Potter, as a worshiper. What has shaped you? What's molded you? What has made you uh, the man of God that you are now? But uh, really. Why do you sing and lead the way that you do? What are those things that are happening in your life that have happened um, that we get to see every Sunday morning um, on stage? What are those things that made you who you are? Well, I love when you talk about shape because I think um, there's a spiritual fitness, if you will, that Mm. we need to really always be striving for. Just like physically, you know, we are always, we're working out, we're trying to eat well, we all go through those peaks and valleys, but spiritually it's the same way. We go through those dry times and we go through those times where, man, we're just on fire and just running so hard after God. And as I look, as I look Mm. back on my life, even in the last um, two years, even since moving here to Michigan, there's just been a ton of life change. And I think what I've learned through all of, all of that is to um, really choose joy, to choose worship and trust in the midst of if that's grief or if that's stress or if that's um, you know any number of things that can kind right. of pull us away or take our eyes off of Christ. So as I um, as I lead our church and even our team, I think it's just so important that we keep our eyes on. Jesus, who is the object of our worship. Mm. Because, you know, music styles are changing, songs are changing, and those aren't the constant, but Jesus is. And so I think for that to be um, what keeps us in shape, Mm. um, I think that's really what our goal is. There's even an acronym that we use um, in worship arts. Um, We've talked about it from time to time, S-H-A-P-E, and I'll just unpack it real quick for you. Nice, yeah, I'd love to hear more about Um, it. But S is um, for servanthood, and um, just as, not as worship leaders, but even just as a disciple of Christ, right. how are we serving those around us? How are we serving those in church on a Sunday? How are we serving our community? And I don't mean like, you know, you're standing on the corner when it's negative 30 and you're handing out hot chocolate for free. I'm gonna, like, like the people who have a, have a great need and you want right. to come alongside of them with the love of Christ and just say, how can I help you? How can right. I walk through this with you? So that, that's the S for servanthood. Um, H, humility. Okay. Um, Really, a lot of that's based um, in the book of Philippians. It's one of my favorite books of the Bible. Right. Um, but we are not a big deal. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I think a lot of times we all get on our high horse thinking, man, I'm really doing this or I'm really doing that. And right. I'm really just understanding who we are in light of uh, what Scripture says about us, that we are just, we're nothing. Right. And it's interesting sometimes, for some reason, there can be a disconnect. when you When you get on a stage, whatever the stage is, there can be this disconnect between you and the people you're leading. Um, but humility is that thing that always reminds us it's not about us. You know, in Psalm 115, not to us, O Lord, but to your name be the glory. Um, and if we ever get that flipped around, whether we're teaching or preaching or we're singing, whatever that looks like, if we get that backwards, man, that's a shame on us and a disservice for the people that we get to lead. Yeah, Absolutely. I think when we can step out of the way as well, I think people who are being led by our team, I think they'll sense um, hearts that are authentic. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think at the same time, the team, as we're looking out to the thousand plus people every week, we're being led and worshiped by a lot of people yeah. who are just truly just vibrant for Christ. 
And um, so it's just really neat to see the body of Christ work in that way because right. we're really all worshiping an audience of one. Well, I think one of the things I love the most is is whenever I get to come um, stand in the back of the room for a minute. Um, and it's just, it's something that's happened. I don't think it's been orchestrated or planned that you've, you know, worked it out, like to ask someone to stand up, but it seems to be some sort of spontaneous response. Mm -hmm. Um, we take an offering as, as an act of worship that is not separate, uh, than the singing. It's a part of our worship. Uh, but in those moments, uh, we're just sitting, you don't instruct or ask people to stand up, but you see people just standing up in response uh, to whatever the song that you guys, uh, you know, have been led to in that moment. Um, and I think you're right. Those are those moments that even there you're being led in worship because yeah. you start seeing these people and you know, oh, I know that person is, has walked through this journey and that's why this song is connected uh, mm-hmm. with them in, in such a powerful way in this moment because you know they're going through this really joyful moment. They may have had a new grandbaby or they've lost a loved one or a job or something like that. And then when you open your eyes as a worship leader and you see that and you think, yes, Jesus, yeah. praise God. It's like God, God's just working. And yeah. I, think of, I think of the verse in Psalms that says, um, let us exalt the name of the Lord, or come magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Mm. And I think what I love about our church is, it is it's hard for us to ever do something. Um, all right, you just sit and listen. We want to share this song. Like people want to just jump up and right. be a part of it. And I think even this past Sunday, we were doing communion, and we had just this really reflective time, and we were just thinking, all right, you know, everybody just sit in the moment and and spend time in prayer. Be still. Yeah, be still. That was actually the song we were singing was Be Still. (laughs) Nice. And and here we are in the middle of the song, and everybody starts standing up and worshiping. And there's just something that's not planned, but yet it happens week after week after week. And I just love that corporate, um, the corporate body of Christ worshiping together. It's never us and them or them and us, but... We're all there for the same purpose. And so I think that that's huge. And that all really comes from humility, people to set themselves that's aside. Awesome. I know we took like a, a long rabbit trail talking about humility, but I think that's a huge thing. That, And I know you talk a lot about it. You know, just what's our music skill is definite must for the team. Like, because you got to be able to jump in real quick. you got to know your stuff. Um, but you're so concerned with the heart behind the music. Um, and I'm grateful for that leadership. But walk us through. So we got... Um, servanthood, we got humility, yep. and then the A is accountability a for accountability. Okay, and um, you know we all have accountability in different forms. I mean, it's awesome if you have an accountability partner, mm-hmm. but uh, that also may be a friend or a spouse or someone that you're just really able to just to share life with that um, can speak into you. And I think as disciples of Christ, not just as worship leaders for our team mm-hmm. or even for our um, our church, um, as a disciple of Christ, you should welcome and invite that. You, yeah. would, you want people to sharpen and to speak in. And, um, you know, I think we were talking earlier about just the importance of also pouring in to, and encouraging. Right. You know, you don't want to just, people don't want to just hear what they're doing wrong all the time. Right. But um, they do want to know how they can get better, I would think. Exactly I mean, right. that, I don't believe that Christ would have us just stand still. And I think we've all found those, um, found that to be true maybe in a season of life. And then right. we're actually moving at a rapid pace. I think sometimes that comes from accountability with people that are able to kind of speak into us and say, hey, I've noticed, you know, this or that. Right. So um, for our team, that's just, that's huge. That's cool. And you got, and I know I've seen you guys do this before. You're just asking hard questions and, and what you're doing is you're replicating what we see as a staff and as elders. Um, our church says we want to sharpen and we want to encourage because we know if those two things are happening, if we're sharpening and there's a hard questions and there's a point of friction to make something better, um, God is going to be glorified and the people are going to be blessed and benefit from that at the same time. We want to encourage. Where do you see God at work? And we want to celebrate those things 
um, because we're not um, we're not legalistic in our hey did you measure up to your uh, you know your Christian to do list today yeah uh, but what's the heartbeat behind it because if the heart's right then the outflow the response uh, is going to be something that honors the Father um, and is a benefit to all those around yeah absolutely so so. Servanthood, humility, accountability. Mm-hmm. P is um, preparedness. Preparedness. Okay. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a hymn, a great hymn, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. Um, there's a lyric in there that says... Can you sing um, it for us? Not right now. Oh, come um, on. <laughs> but it says, tune my heart to sing your praise. Oh, yeah. And I just think um, as we prepare for worship, whether, that, whether you're leading or you're just coming to um, participate in, um, there's, that's huge that we can prepare our hearts. We don't just like... We don't just show up to a game without having gone through um, practices, you know, or mm. I can't go to just run a marathon without a lot of training. Right. And I think even like a just a worship service requires that from us. Right. We need to show up prepared and ready to meet with our Father. And, um, and, and as a team, we also, that's, that's musically, that's relationally, there's just a lot of other pieces right. to that component. But I think that can really apply across the board to anybody who is a Christ follower. That's so cool. how are you? How are you mm. really preparing yourself? To worship, that's so. I mean, I love that, Nathan. Like, what are we doing besides getting ready and getting dressed and making sure the kids are in the car, or, you know, and that we get here on time or whatever that looks like? What are we doing to prepare our hearts before we walk into uh, the room mm-hmm. to to honor the Father and to worship God? Uh, Rightly, you know, uh, what are we doing in that moment? Have we have we led up that week in walking with Him and, and reading the Scriptures and hearing from Him because mm-hmm. we know that's His Word and He's speaking to us? Are we being obedient to Holy Spirit and the promptings um, that He leads us in? Are we in that moment expecting a conversation to happen in the gathering area to be an encouragement or to be a sharpening tool mm-hmm. uh, in someone's lives uh, because? I, maybe I'm saying this. You you correct me if I'm wrong, but we would say worship is more than just the singing. Oh, I think that's the biggest myth in like Christian world today. Mm-hmm. That um, music is worship, right? But worship is not music. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good that's a good distinction. Yeah. So say that again for us. So worship is music. Worship is music. No, it's not. I just got it wrong. I think <laughs> music is worship. Music is it's a form of worship. Yeah, music yeah. is worship. Uh-huh. But worship is not music. But worship is not music. Worship is it's prayer, it's community, it's serving, it's o- it's obedience, it's love, it's it's putting Christ on. It's everything. Right. It's everything that encompasses our Christian walk. Mm. And so um, sometimes our team even talks about you know we know what we mean when we say oh what's the worship set today? Right. Talking about what songs are we singing? Yeah. But. Um, but the whole time that we're gathering is worship. Like you just said, it's the offering. It may be a time of communion. It could be hearing about a story of transformation and how right. God is working. And all of that encompasses worship. Celebrating what God's doing it, you know, across uh, the mission organizations that we're working with as we bring people in to celebrate, man, this is what God's doing in this part of the world. And um, like all of that matters. Opening the word itself um, is an act of worship. That, yeah. that it, it, is a, it is a responsive time between the preached word of God and us hearing mm-hmm. and then us responding with that. You know, I was even just thinking while you're saying that we're talking about preparedness, but one way that you prepare to worship is to worship. So you, mm-hmm. you think about as you're preparing for a Sunday morning to come to that place where you're, where you're singing or you're engaging with worship with all of your other um, brothers and sisters in Christ. But if you're living a life during the week that you are in the Word and you are loving the community as Christ does and you're, you're obeying and you're doing um, everything you can to really just put the fruits of 
the spirit on display. Yeah. That is how you prepare for worship. So it's it's kind of like you 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 need all of it to to be ready and to be in that spot. That's so, so cool. Yeah, it's really really cool stuff. I think that's a huge encouragement. You know, for anyone who listens to this and just thinking through how we talk to our you know, the people that are involved here at Chapel Point is when we want to come prepared, mm-hmm. knowing that God has something for us and knowing that he has like something to say to us, but he also has something for us to do when we walk from this place. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's just an uh, incredible way to think about it. So thanks for helping shape that for us. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Playing with the word shape there. Uh, and so the last and final one, so long way through our acronym, so we're at the final one, E. Yep. What's e that? E is for excellence. And um, a lot of a lot of times that really is referring for our team from a musician standpoint yeah. that we want to be skillful before the Lord. We right. want to be excellent because He is deserving of nothing, nothing less than that. Right. And so um, I think even in our daily lives, though, um, as Christians, we we want to give Him our very best, not just our leftovers at the end of the night, or right. um, even financially. Like, well, I'll I'll do all my favorite stuff, but oh, here's here's a little bit of leftover. Mm-hmm. Um, just for God to really um, speak to our hearts and how we can steward excellence in our lives across the board, even in our relationships, right. our job. I mean, there's just um, you you really can dig pretty deep when you kind of think about when you examine your own heart and your own life and how you can be excellent. That's awesome to be in shape. I love it. So shape, servanthood, humility, accountability, preparedness, and excellence. And I think that's a, an incredible thing. That I mean, that's that's the thing we need to walk away with hearing. I think out of this conversation, is what is the shape of our heart and our life, and, mm-hmm. and does it match? Are we servants? Are we walking humbly before the Lord and with the Lord? Are we in accountability and healthy, godly community? Are we being prepared? Uh, one to come in on a Sunday morning, but for the Monday and the Tuesday and that difficult family conversation that happens on Wednesday or whatever takes place yeah. and are we doing it with excellence I think it's an incredible uh, framework or uh, grid if you will to, for mm-hmm. us to process our life and so uh, I love that yeah, uh, and awesome. just pumped to, to even think about that and how that can apply in my life um, so tell me a little bit um, when you think about that I know we've kind of meandered through that conversation a little bit talking about what do we see happening on Sunday mornings and in the in the church as a whole because it's crazy this building is used seven days a week almost you know 24 hours a day it feels like because there's different sports events there's worship events there's Bible studies there's classes I mean this there's a lot going on throughout the week what do you see God doing through worship uh in our church, what, what's that vision that you have that you see God stirring and moving in us as a people? Well, I think we've kind of hit on that already a little bit. Yeah. I don't think people want to miss mm. what God is doing. And I think even that there's evidence of that in our services and that people don't want to sit on the sideline and just kind of watch it take place because uh, we've, we've talked a lot about that there's just a movement of God right. here. And I don't think people want to miss what God is doing because it's just it's that strong and we can sense it that much that people are, they're literally standing on their feet, not just um, in song, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of it is just, I, I am, I am all in God yeah. to serve. And um, as I kind of just think on moving forward, I think we want, we want this world to see um, transformed hearts. They, mm-hmm. We want them to see yep. the depth of that and what the response of that is. And people can't see that in um, a one hour context on right. a Sunday morning. Um, and the people in that one-hour context likely aren't the people who need to see that. You know, we need to be able to take that beyond where right. we are. And again, that that is what worship is. So I think that would be my vision, but it would also be the vision of this church that we just continually be that strong spiritual force in our community, so in our world, 
And um, and then what happens on Sunday morning is just an overflow of all of that. You know, we're right. we are coming together as a as a huge family, just being able to to sing and to praise and to thank God. And um, I just think more and more we just need to put that put the emphasis on him mm. and less on us. So true. There's even a lot of songs. I think you and I talk about this yeah. a lot. There's a lot of songs that are written that are very me focused. Right. And sometimes they're great because they are prayerful and right. they're true. Like, Lord, I need you every hour. I need you. But I, 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 you right. know, I would, I would rather sing about who he is and right. what he is doing because that's where I find my refuge. That's where I find uh, my strength for right. every day. So I think to kind of live in that and to, as we kind of move forward, I think we're just going to see that wave, that movement just really continue. And I don't think it's an emotional one either because right. I think emotions come and go. But yeah. I think this is a really solid time in our church where we are seeing people take huge next steps. And all of that is about worship right. and, um, and just their, their life crying out to God in that way. I love you, you hit on something in that, that emotions kind of... Uh, can come and go they can uh, they are indicators but they can also be um, you know uh, false indicators a little bit that we can lean too much into it Um, and and yeah I would say when we think about let me ask you this question and then I'll give you my thought Um, how would you describe the worship atmosphere if you will the the environment uh, here at Chapel Point Um, someone's new someone's you met someone at a coffee shop and they're like well tell me about the worship because that that does seem to be a question that people ask is Mm -hmm. uh, tell me about the worship you know is it this type of music because then they try to find is this my fit you know Uh, but tell me about what do you how would you describe worship here oh man there's so many aren't there so many stereotypes that we do blended we do contemporary we're traditional and um, you know even all of that um, I understand the, the mode behind that but what's missing in all that is um, we worship God, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that our our services are very God focused. Um, they're extremely um, Holy Spirit driven. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we're driving the Holy Spirit, but the right. Holy Spirit is driving our experience. And I think people would find that it's real. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not a time for us to perform or put on a show. We're not stuck in a box to make sure that we sing this many of this song and this many of that song. Every week, you may come and find. You may find a different flavor of style based on how God's moving in our hearts. And right. I think, you know, we, we are intentional a lot of times to plan um, our music to go along with the message. Right. But not to the, um, to the extent where we, we kind of forget about what the heart of worship is. Like mm-hmm. that is always our number one focus. Right. That the hearts of the people here can, can engage with most high God. Right. But a lot of times um, God steers us in a way that's just really cohesive. Pastor Joel's working on his message. We're working on our stuff. And as we're talking and dialoguing, um, we can find really, really neat ways to kind of marry those two together. Right. And, um, and so I think that when you walk away from a worship service, you feel like you've been encouraged, mm-hmm. you've been challenged, you've been lifted up. Um, you might have cried a little bit. You right. maybe raised your hands. Um, but you, you kind of see that huge demographic of people worshiping in a lot of different postures, so which cool. is biblical. That's just right. an awesome picture of... Um, uh, we we don't know the hearts only God does, but sure. um, but there is a freedom here to come as you are mm-hmm. and um, just to engage. And some people sit down and they just they they receive um, what God is doing in their life that way. Other people right. are um, extremely vibrant in their worship, and I think that leads a lot of other people right. in that room. Even right. um, you'll even see that on the stage from our worship team. Right. Everybody worships in a different way. Yep. But I I think if we can't get excited about what God's doing. Mm. 
but then we can walk out of here and get just pumped to go eat the um, Mexican buffet after church or whatever it is. You know, I think that there's something wrong because I'm like, you won't find somebody more excited about food than me. You know that. Just not a Mexican buffet. That's right. Come on. Jesus. But um, I think that as we're in that place, like that, that should be our excitement. Just that the expectant heart of what does God want to do in me today? And then we just respond to that. It's part of um, our mission statement. You know, we're passionately responding to God. And a lot of that takes place on Sundays when we're together. I think that's the word that, that I hear when I, when I see you lead worship and, and, and um, see what God's doing on a Sunday morning through the people. Um, it's passionate. It's not emotional, but it is passionate, meaning that we're 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 in it, you know, and we we're in it for uh, for the Lord and to hear from Him and to respond to Him mm-hmm. um, as He's leading us and guiding us. Um, and yeah, the, that does involve emotions, you know. And there are moments where we see people just um, are walking through some stuff and they're they're emotional, or God just Holy Spirit just kind of speaks to them and, and it strikes a chord in their life. Um, but at the same time, we it is passion that's driving for who God is and what mm-hmm. He's done. Um, in us and through us, and so we just get we get pretty jazzed yeah. about that. <laughs> I mean, to have a front row seat on that to see these transformed followers of Jesus, and that could be if you're a Christian for the first time now, or you've walked uh, you've walked a long road with Christ in your life. Um, we're all transforming. It's a it's a continual process. Right. It's not something you do just one time. So I think for us to be able to share in that together as believers, right. man, it's just there's nothing better. Yeah. So I just love it, man. I love your heart and the way that you are leading your team, but then also how you're leading us um, as as people. And just, you know, the, the, there's something you do as you lead worship and you kind of call things out is kind of the language that we use. Like, mm-hmm. we're trying to call this out, whether it's a scripture, whether it's a prayer, whether it's a um, an encouragement, you know, throughout singing. And I just love the way that you lead us in worship, that it's not a show, but you are you are calling us to the reality of what that is. And so mm-hmm. I'm super pumped about that. Um, I got just one more question that's kind of walk through because you sing songs uh, and that uh, is a big deal. Part of what you do is picking out songs. And uh, so what are those ones that you see um, our church connecting with, that you're connecting with, um, that, uh, that are kind of just really hitting you at the heart level? Um, or maybe even there's some that are that you see kind of coming in the future. Um, and I'd love to talk about those songs and maybe some of those lyrics a little bit because one of the things that I as I look at music and think about um, its role in the church um, I really see it as portable theology it, it's it's the thing that people walk out humming a melody or singing a line of a song or they'll email you or ask and they'll call the office hey what was, there was a song and it said this in there what is that because they need that through the rest of their week it's the portable theology um, because sermons are the preach word of God um, it's a living and active we know Hebrews 4 tells us Hebrews 4.12 tells us that, um, but it hits us in that moment, but we don't necessarily see people going outside and yeah. quoting sermons to people. They'll quote scripture, which is which is huge. That we That's a big deal for us. It's just hanging ourselves around the word of God um, so that it dwells deep in us. But music is that thing that they're tapping their toe to, they're humming in their head, um, and they're saying those lyrics, or they're posting them on social media, however that. So what are those songs for us as a church and for you as a leader? Yeah. Um, that you're connecting with? It's probably one of the hardest questions ever. <laughs> I know. You know, it's like, what's my favorite song? Yeah. You know, what's your favorite food? You know, it's, it's hard to say. Um, something that God's really been um, showing me, I think, in the, in the, just a recent season of life um, is really his love for me through the love that I have for my kids. Mm-hmm. And um, every night, you know, we'll talk to the kids in bed, we'll have prayer with them or... Um, 
just spend spend just it's a sweet time. Right. Um, and then a little bit later, we'll come back to check on them, and they've always fallen asleep, you know, and they're in their like crazy, you know, position or whatever. They're like always like the Upside opposite, down yeah, or whatever. sideways or whatever. <laughs> like, how does that happen? I have no but, idea. But a lot of times, I'll find myself walking in their room, and literally just like standing over them and just like staring at them, like I cannot believe mm. that this is my son or this is my daughter, and they will never know how much I love them. Mm. In fact, they don't even know in that moment that I'm like hovering over them in their right. room. And I just think of our father and how how often does he really hover over us mm-hmm. and love us in a way that we are completely unaware. And I think that we can't ever really even put our hand on what that even means because his his love is just so infinitely huge yeah, that we no really words. can't we can't really grasp an inch. Mm-hmm. And so um thinking of songs, there there are several that jump in my head, but one of them is Sons and Daughters. Okay. Um that we are the sons, we are the daughters of God. It's one that um, our church, I think, has really taken hold of. Right, I think so, And too. Um, the, the opening verse just talks about, you know, before he spoke creation, the God of heaven knew our name. Mm. And I just think of that even. I, it's like I didn't even know what I was going to name my kids before they were born, right. you know. But yet God can look at, we, you look at the whole earth, and you know that God that. has, <laughs> God has, um, already orchestrated who he loves and who he knows and, and who, who we are in him. And, um, but then I, what I love about the next part of that verse, it says, formed in his reflection, mm-hmm. we are his glory on display. Yeah. So he made us in his image, but our obligation is to be, a, to put on display his glory. And, um, and, you know, that talks about his heart is good, his heart is kind, mm-hmm. he's always good. And, um, but then we are the sons, we are the daughters of God. And right. some of us stay close, some of us do wander. Mm-hmm. And the song just tells us that no matter how far we ever may stray, um, that he'll never leave us, he'll right. never forsake us. And so um, I identify with that in a lot of ways, mainly because I think of my kids and how much I love them. Mm-hmm. But then I think of being a, um, a son of God and, um, and how it just does not matter what may come right. that his love for me can never be shaken or broken. And, um, I don't know if you want to jump in on that at all, but yeah. there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of songs that we do that kind of, they kind of all encapsulate, um, that promise. There's another one called worthy, worthy. Mm-hmm. And there's even a, a line in there that says we could never even grasp an inch right. of such infinity. Right. And, um, so I'm just, I'm kind of loving, just exploring what the love of God is, you know, That's how cool. vast and just how, how huge. And of course, you know, we've, we've talked and a lot of people know that my dad is now in heaven wor- worshiping mm-hmm. at the feet of Christ. His faith is sight. And so a lot of times I'm thinking about like when I'm worshiping in a lot of ways I'm with my dad because mm-hmm. I'm worshiping at the feet of Christ here. I know that my, that my dad is worshiping at the feet of his savior. Mm-hmm. And so in a way it's like the three of us are like together, yeah. you know, and God's love is, is just that huge you know we we can't really comprehend what that might even look like or what that even is right yeah it's something that we try to put in such um we try to understand it but we can't you know and that's uh it's part of in the prayer in scripture you know would you would you teach me the height and the depth yeah. and the width of of god's love may we begin to grasp that and you're in your wrestling with that through the music it's not just a single lyric to declare like a simple truth Mm-hmm. Um, there are truths that we're singing. We are declaring truths. We wouldn't be singing them if they weren't. Um, but you're declaring them to remind us, but then also to hopefully expand um, our view of who God is. 
Um, yeah. And I love, I love that idea, you know, and even with, there's something powerful when we declare things together as a body that we are the sons and daughters of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look across the room, you know, and you see, oh, yes, you. And I, my background's different than yours. And uh, we come from, you know, I'm from the South and you're from the North. And, you know, there's so many different complexities mm-hmm. that come to that. But we stand unified in one spirit, one truth, one God and Father who's overall. Um, and declare we are His, yeah. and, and and that that then can shape us the rest of the week if we're walking with that. What do I do in this difficult situation um, in my family life or my work life? Or if you're a student at school, I'm a son and daughter of God. Then we get to stand and say, okay, this is going to help make that decision a little mm-hmm. bit easier because I I understand who I am. So therefore, I'll do this instead of this. Or you know, it can help us. Um, that portable theology that um, that we walk with when we sing. Yeah, um, absolutely. I love that. How can we expand the, the enormity? And, and I don't even know if that's a word. I thought I just made it up. Uh, the, just the vastness of God's love and who He is. It is, and you know, and that's grounded in Scripture. You know, mm-hmm. we read about it, um, and you even referenced that. But that's the other that's the other type of song that I think really connects with our church when they are just rooted in Scripture. Right. And we don't ever pick songs because they're trendy or right. because we just think, oh, that's a cool song. Let's do it. There is always always purpose there's always intention behind anything that we would ever put in front of our people mm-hmm. and you know a lot of that i think that's important because we're we're putting words in their mouths and if you think about yeah, it that way are. as we're as we're singing um we're doing a song for the first time this Sunday. You and I, I hope you've practiced, but um, it's called, I hope you're prepared, Luke. Um, I will get in shape, yeah. sir. Uh, thank you. But it's, um, it's Psalm 23, yeah. and it's by Shane and Shane. Mm-hmm. Um, They're from Texas, in case you're wondering. Oh, All good things come from Texas. Oh, I knew I liked them for a reason. <laughs> but it is a prayerful song, and it comes right out of that passage of Psalms. And we all know Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And um, that's another picture of of just the perfect father, Mm. the perfect shepherd that God is. And I think whenever we can sing those songs, and there's a a bunch of them that we've done that that come from a, a, a key passage. And I think our people resonate with that because then they, they are hiding God's word in their heart even right. as they're worshiping. Right. And then when they are humming that song as they leave, they're, they're literally singing scripture right. throughout their week. And I mean, how can that be right. any more beautiful, you know? So um, those are the songs that really move me and drive me, I think, in, in what we do. Stuff that can remind me of who God is, not so much me, because right. I know who I am in Christ. But I also know that I'm a, I'm a fallen person. I've, I've got sin. We all have sin right. that separates us. So to be able to kind of tap into more of who God is and how his love can just cover a multitude of sins and can walk with us through any valley, it's just, it's really, really good stuff. So good. Man, well, Nathan, this has been fun just to hang out with you and just talk a little about worship and um, where you've come from. And I really love just that idea of um, are we getting in shape? Are we preparing ourselves uh, for worship? You know, Scripture tells us it's physical and bodily training is good. You know, Paul tells us that that's good. But how much more beneficial is spiritual training? That we um, we're not on autopilot in this journey. Uh, mm-hmm. That following Jesus, it takes active response to Holy Spirit and His leading in our lives, um, and, and that makes us get in shape you know and so i love just that uh i mean i think it's a huge walkway for us as a church that really think and process through that uh, so thanks for your leadership thanks for your heart um, and uh man i'm just blessed to know you man so thanks brother so absolutely thanks for joining us this cp conversation brother yeah have a good day you too man Thanks for joining us for another episode of CP Conversations, where we talk about what God is doing in and through our church. 
For more information, you can check out our website, chapel-point.org, or you could download our mobile app called MyPoint, where you can get more CP conversations, videos, and our weekly sermons. Thanks for joining the conversation, and we look forward to talking with you again real soon.